crazy. Hey, what's going on? It's your main man, Rick the Dawn. But in this case, you can call me Richie Rich. Yeah. All right, folks. Look, I got a new one down the pike. I'm so excited to talk about this one. And before I do, I want to just quickly say a big thank you to the amazing investors who continue to support this particular concept or series. Uh, it's been amazing working with you all. This is the only group that, for the most part, supports my channel with comments and subscriptions and all that. You also support the podcast. Don't forget, you can listen to this episode anywhere by uh, you know checking out the Becoming Richer Rich podcast. Already available. Go check it out. But I got a new one down the pike, and I would love and love, 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 love to share with you all. Before I do, ah, thinking cap, ah, feels so good to put this on. I can feel the money just, I can hear the money, I can feel the money. All right, here it is. I want to uh, create a word. And again, I'm still waiting for the very first person to sign up to wordy.com. Huge shout out, just waiting for you to sign up. Let me know if you have any issues doing so, but you shouldn't. Here it is. All right, this is the stock that I would like to talk about today. And let's jump right in. First off, if you're here just for a quick, you know, in and out experience, let's go. Okay, this stock was trading at a dollar, wow, a dollar 63 on November 10th. 2022. So that's a that's a lot of money for a penny stock, right? And, and then it had a tumultuous drop, and it looks like it bottoms out at 39 cents. Then for whatever reason, it spikes and goes up to a to a dollar. What? It spikes from 36 cents to a dollar. Um, and this took place on wait a minute. This looked like it took place on December 22nd, around Christmas, around that time, holiday season. Then it drops again. So it wasn't, it's not, you know, it just had some problems there. Then it comes back down to 44 cents. And then it, sta it stabilizes. And then drops. And this is, wow, it dropped to 7 cents. Like, I am very eager to know what took place and why this stock is not maintaining momentum. Uh, based on some of the things I'm looking at right now, Preliminary thoughts include, but I but but are not limited to, uh, a lot of potential here. Um, has the potential to spike out of nowhere. I mean, do you see this? This is this is odd. Okay, spike out of nowhere, just completely, just you know, rocket ship, and it comes back down to earth. And obviously, starting on about this date here, which is this, uh, this is uh, February second. Some something happened on that around that time frame. That's got it where it is today. Uh, would I put my money here? Or would I advise or recommend putting my money here? I'm not your financial advisor, obviously. So I'll speak for myself. Yes. Yes. Let me tell you why. Because of this beautiful uh, uh, erection <laughs> situation right here. <laughs> okay. And also the fact that this stock seems to do very well around this point here. If you look at this space from here to here, just looking at you know, the data, the statistics is showing me that it stabilizes around the 50 to 40 cent range. Now, I don't know what happened on February 2nd to cause this downward spiral, but something tells me that it has another one of these uh, unicorns, unicorns in it. And I want to be a part of that particular uh, uh, wave. I want to surf that wave, if that makes sense. Okay. For those people who want to find out more, Stick, stay tuned. All right, here we go. Uh, in terms of revenue, 48 million, not a bad number. Uh, market cap, 28.93 million. Also, not a bad number. <clears throat> I would like to look at the volume. 10 million, 10 million or I should say 10.8 million transactions. Not a bad number. 
All right, so as you know, I like to give every company a, uh, the benefit of, uh, of the doubt. So I'm gonna start this company with an A plus and let's jump in and see what we find. Okay, as, as it relates to this company, it uh, eHome Household Serve, uh, Service Holdings Limited is a China-based company principally engaged in the operation of household services through an online app platform or call center. The company operates its businesses through three segments, installation and maintenance services, segment mainly provides technical home installation and repair maintenance and other after sale services housekeeping services segment provides house cleaning nanny services maternity mat uh, matron and personal staffing services senior okay so this company seems to be uh very diverse within its sector and its sector is the consumer non-cyclical what cyclicals whatever that works all right the industry is the personal and household products and services all right, all right, so first impressions. Now, if you don't know, I treat stocks like girlfriends or first dates. And what I do is, you know, I, I get to know their name, right? And then it's like, hey, so, you know, can I, then I, then I go home and I bring out my FBI devices and I track their life and figure out what they used to do in the past before I met them. And one of the first things that jumps out at, at me right now is that this stock seems a little confusing. All right, first off, it's located in China, not a problem. But what confuses me is just the way that it, it, it tackles its businesses. All right, it's a household service holding, and it has so many different branches and so many different things that if this stock isn't doing well or doesn't do well, that could be the issue. They just, they're too saturated. They're in too many different pockets. And as such, they're not able to concentrate themselves on any particular things, okay? But that, that I'm gonna, I'm just saying that's my first impressions. That's all I'm saying. All right, 523 employees, not bad. It tells me that this company does have a whole, you know, they're uh, sustainable, they're sustained, and they are acquiring help. You only acquire help if you're growing. So not a negative, obviously. Okay, keeping it moving. Next, I'm gonna look at the financials. E-Home uh, Household Service Holdings Limited reported earnings result for the full year ended June 30th, 2022. For the full year, the company reported revenue was 63.75 million compared to 74.53 million a year ago. So a loss. Net loss was USD five. So they lost five million compared to net income of 6.41 million a year ago. Basic loss. Okay, so this stock is not making money at the moment. Now, this is starting to sound like a company that thrived during the COVID era. And you know, because e-home, electric, you know, you know, you're not, you don't, don't that's that's the thing. I don't barely, I barely understand what this thing offers, uh, even after reading the entire profile. But that's my fault, not the company's fault. I just thought it was kind of weirdly written. That's my personal preference. But I will say this: uh, they could have definitely benefited from the COVID era, and not if that's going away, they might be seeing some fluctuations in volatility. But that's just my opinion as well. So let's keep looking. Let's, let's, let's stay let's stay positive. I'm not completely dumping on the stock right now. But I will say this: uh, given its losses and a little bit of the confusion around what this what this uh, particular company focuses on, uh, I'm going to drop to a B plus until further notice. Now, next, I would like to take a look at return on investment. And as you can see, the return on investment is below one percent. Not a not a terrible thing when you're talking about a penny stock. We know that penny stocks. They usually are uh, stocks to lose money on. That's why a lot of people don't do it. That's why what we're doing is very dangerous. Okay, unless you really, you know, you know what you're looking for. Now the industry PE ratio, my favorite number is 25. And right, this is very close. This industry is really close to my, my target point, which is good for the industry. However, the company itself is in the negative. And 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So it seems like this company, if the industry is performing here, they're here and they're trying to find traction. They're trying to find investors. They're trying to find support in order to get themselves to where the industry is. All right. So I would say this, this, this company, in my opinion, is underperforming. That's not, that's not, a, that's not a judgment. That's not an opinion. We're looking at data that supports that. Okay. All right. Here it is. Keeping it moving. Next, I would like to look at di dividends. I would, I just, you know, fingers still crossed. One of these days, one of these days, I'll find a penny stock that offers dividends. One of these days. All right. Keeping it moving. Next, we're going to take a look at the earnings. And we already know about what happened with their earnings. They lost, what was it, 5.6 something mil. We saw that already, but it is not necessarily put in place in terms of a forecast. We don't know what's, what their uh, projections are. So let's keep it moving. Next, I would like to take a look at the technical analysis. Oh, here we go. Hey, see, see? So look, what happened is, uh, you know, I like to look at technical analysis because those uh, are these rather, they utilize computers and the, the computers can see things I'm not seeing. They crunch up numbers I haven't crunched. So I like to kind of cheat a little bit sometimes, right? Work smarter, not hard, right? Uh, earn money smart, right? Not hard. Here it is. So it's a strong buy on hourly trading and yeah, I can I can see I, I get it. I get it. All right. Uh five hour trading still neutral for moving averages. So it does it moves in a way that the market deems to be appropriate, rather these algorithms. And then looking at day trading, okay, sell, but not strong sell. Not strong sell. I like that. All right, strong strong sell for weekly trading. So if you're a swing investor, maybe not right according to this um algorithm. And monthly trading. Wow, technical indicators state that this is a sell, not a strong sell. All right, y'all. Hey, I think you might go. Wait a minute, hold up, baby. Yeah, I like what I'm seeing. I like what I'm seeing. I like what I'm seeing. All right, now let's keep looking. Here is the meat and potatoes for my style of investing because I want to get in at a good point and ride the wave of inheritance and sell, make my money, and say, hey, it was nice meeting you. That sounds terrible because I did say this is kind of like dating, but that, that's not the point. The point is. I want to get in while the getting is good, get what I need, and leave. All right? Don't judge me. Now, uh, let's take a look at the averages over the last 30 days or so. Okay? The high is 22.225. And right now, it is trading at this very moment. It is trading at 0.1082. And uh, this is Thursday, March 30th. Um, okay. So, that's very that's very interesting. 10 cents. And the high is 20. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm crunching the information I'm receiving in, 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 in live, you know. So that's actually a good number. Uh, that, that means that potentially there is a 10 cent window of opportunity. The low is 7 cents and it is just above the low. If the low is 7 cents and the stock right now is, is trading at 10 cents and the high is 20 cents, there's a lot of money there. Now let's look at the average. The average is 13 cents. That's where the kicker lies. Okay, because right now it's trading at 10 cents. The average is 13 cents and the high is 22 cents. We're not gonna bank on the high necessarily, but what we can bank on is the fact that this stock typically uh, trades at around 13 cents, which means if you get in at 10 cents, you stand to make some money, theoretically speaking. All right, so I like that. I'm gonna be honest with you. And I don't like it enough to cha uh, change the rating to an A, but I will say that I like that in essence. I like that in principle. Um, the stock closed at 12 cents and right now it's trading at 10. 
And if you are, you know, someone who's going to get in tomorrow, Friday, because this video should be posted by then. Again, this is not live, obviously, but you'll probably be able to make some money because if it's that I, I love getting into stocks when they're trading or they had a bad day. All right, a lot of people want to get in when everybody is buying and buying and the stock is up 40%. You're going to lose money like that. The best way to get into a stock is when it's in the red. If we're talking about the style of uh, investing that I do, which is wave investing. You don't want to get in. It's wave, invest, wave investing. You don't want to get your surfboard and try to climb on top of a wave that's already, you know, spiked. How You think that's going to work? You want to be uh, on the water when the waves seem to be very calm and you want to go for that ride. All right. Once the ride is there, it's too late. Okay, and I think a lot of investors miss that point. But anyway, uh, okay, so I, I like to do this. I've been doing this lately. I'm going to do it today. I am going to go back further in time and see if we can uh, find any other information. I would like to go back. Let's go back to November, shall we? Okay, let's go back to November and let's just see what we find. <clears throat> okay, because the more data, the better. Okay, so the high is $1.50. These numbers are terrifying because if the stock is trading at uh, ten cents, and you know the possibility of it going as high as a dollar fifty is just like it just makes you just shudder. Okay, it makes you wonder if this could even be possible. Because let me tell you, if you get into this company and it does this, it goes to one fifty or anything relatively close, you're gonna you're gonna do very well. You're gonna do very well. Uh, the low we know about seven cents being the low, and the average is forty four cents over the last. Who, who knows what it, but six months or so. I don't know. Um, I like it. I smell money and I can't unsmell it. All right. Keeping it moving. Looking at stock split history. They had a stock split on October 4, 2022, a one four twenty reverse split. I hate reverse splits, but you know that. But if you've been watching these and as a backup, I'm looking here and it does confirm. October 4th was a stock split. Now, here's what I do like. I hate stock splits. I hate reverse splits. And there's a couple things to take away here. First off, they did a reverse split. They did so to get above a dollar, right? They had some kind of situation occur where they had some kind of notice from the exchange and they wanted to get above a dollar artificially. And here's the problem with stock uh, stock splits or reverse splits because it does force your price above the, above a dollar. But if your company is not really there, authentic, authentically there, organically there, it's going to come right back down. And that's what happened with this company. It forced its way above a dollar, but now it's trading at seven cents, which means this company is really, really struggling. Okay. And it just hit me as I'm speaking because, uh, you know, it's hitting me right now. This stock is not an A minus. It, it just isn't. Uh, they've already diluted their shareholders and it didn't help. Uh, I would give this stock a lot more space to, you know, a lot more grace rather if it had a reverse split and then it's just right now trading at 50 cents, like, okay, you had a little dip, you'll figure it out. But for it to come all the way back down to seven cents, that is cause for pause, right? And then also, uh, as time goes on, as I look through further data, if this stock has any notices from the exchange, that means that they're probably going to do another reverse split or go over the counter. Terrifying news, but let's make sure, let's verify. I want to go to FanViz. And I would like to look at what's been going on. Uh, let's see here. Upgrade and promote virtual person as a service. So, so it looks like they're getting themselves prepared for the metaverse. So this could be a long play. I mean, you can get in now and it might do this. It might do that. But come metaverse, you know, five years from now, this stock could be the same stock that's trading for 10 cents. Could be trading for $10. Just don't know. You never know. It's a stock market. Okay. And here it is. Uh, size property cleaning contract. A lot of small Oh, wait a minute. Okay, this is not small. 91%. Okay, is this, is this the February 2nd situation? No, it isn't. Okay, but 
Apparently on December 22nd, uh, with dedicated investors set up home management college in some different, uh, in some, some space. This, this is the point. If you can't figure it out by now, one thing that is really exciting me about this stock is that it has these gigantic spikes, right? And I just can't ignore it because that's the investor I am. I don't invest in tried and true companies. I don't invest in Snickers and Coca-Cola and, and Amazon. I want the stock that's at the bottom of the barrel that has the potential to have spikes via volume and different things like that. And this stock just happens to tickle my fancy. Yeah, I said that. Now, this stock seems to just kind of stays, it stays pretty lukewarm or trends downward. And then out of nowhere, it just catapults to the next level. Now, I'm not sure if those days are out of it, um, or rather this company has any more of those type of days in it, but I think it does. I'm getting those kind of vibes, okay? 91%. I'm not sure. Okay, see, I didn't want to get this too, I didn't want to get too in depth, but I do have to see this, okay? And I think you probably want to see it as well. So it looks like it was, look at, do you, do you see this? Do you see this? Okay, if you got into the stock on December 19th, it was trading at 38 cents. And you know what happened? For, for three days, this thing just, just, just blew up and it went up. What is this? 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. It, it blew up 150% out of nowhere. It was trading at 50, uh, 38 cents. I'm not sure what this means, but here's the thing. That wave came back to earth. Look at that. Drops 52, 52% the next day. So what I'm saying is, and this is, this is when the stock was trading at 38 cents. You know what it's trading at today? It's trading at 10 cents. So the entry for this stock is so manageable. Uh, you can get in this stock for 10 cents. Many of you have 10 cents just lying in your couch. You can buy a share of this company for 10 cents. And that's the alert of this stock. It's the fact that it is highly, highly uh, possible to get into this and manage your risk. Okay. There's a lot of, a lot of risk here, but the point is the interest rate is so low that that negates the risk. And in my personal opinion, I'm starting to like the stock even more than I did before. Uh, I'm still going to hold at a B minus because I don't want to, 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 to lose sight of what I'm looking for. Uh, I, I was still looking for the news that caused that spike on, I believe it was like February 22nd, but I, didn't, I don't see it. So let's keep it moving, shall we? Let's look at the short percentage float. And that is the amount of investors on the sidelines waiting for this thing to go bottoms up. And the short percentage float is below 1%. That only means good things. That's all it means. It only means good things. Next, I would like to take a look at CapEdge and see if there are any uh, notices on behalf of the exchange telling the stock to get their stuff together. And let me see here. I don't see any notices. And it makes me nervous because by this point, they should have one. They're very, they're, they're, their stock price is very low. Uh, here it is. There, what's this? This is, uh, okay, this happened in March. So this notice is no longer effective because if this happened in March, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, that would indicate that they only had till September, October, November timeframe to get themselves to a dollar. And from the looks of things, they've already satisfied that issue or, or they did the reverse split. In fact, they did. So they did a reverse split in October, right? So that's what they do. Okay. So they were not. So they got the notice in March. They had until September, October timeframe to get themselves together, and they were not able to do so. So they artificially got their stock price right. So we can deduce a lot of information here. Uh, this stock 
when it was not able to reach their, uh, you know, the stock price, they waited about, so March, April, May, June, July, August, September, September, they waited a month to see what would happen. And instead of taking any more risk and risking uh, being removed from the exchange, they did reverse split. So we can deduce that this stock or this company plays it safe. They're not going to wait too long. So I like that. And I'm afraid of that because as an investor, they could do another, another reverse split while I'm invested in them. And that would be sucky. Now, I don't see any notices, recent notices, and I'm confused. I'm not sure. So I, I, I already did my due diligence here and I've already pulled up a second site. Here it is. On December 27th, it looks like eHome Household Services got a NASDAQ listing deficiency letter. Let's read this. That they got a letter. The company is not in compliance, of course. And here's here's the date. They have until June 19, 2023 to get themselves in compliance. <sighs> okay. Deep breath. This means a lot. Okay. This means a lot of things. It means that from where we stand right now, which is about March 31st, March, April, May, June, we got three months to get this thing above a dollar. If history repeats itself, it won't get there. However, however, uh, we also know that this thing can spike out of nowhere. So am I going to invest in this company with the intention of getting back to $1.50? No. Am I going to invest in this company at 10 cents with the intent to ride along for a couple, couple of spikes? Probably, probably, probably so. All right. Uh, let's see. Wh wh where was that, that spike? Was it December? Like, I forget the, the, the area where that happened. Because here it is. Okay, so the stock was trading at 38 cents and it spiked to a dollar forty. How does who does how does it? And it wasn't able to maintain it. It's like I okay, all right, all right, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah. What happened on that day? What was it? I, I gotta read this. I have to read this now because it's just this is like what what? I don't get it. Okay, uh, I'm going to read this in my own time. I'm going to post it about right here. Just so you want to, you want to pause the video. But uh, this is just, wow. Like, what? I got to read this article. I have to. I have to figure out what caused the spike because it's so pivotal to uh, what's going to happen. So I'll say this, though, as a final point on about this particular space here. Uh, this stock, I would say us as investors, we have about until July, July 4th time frame. Uh, to make our money back if we invest in this company at 10 cents. And I'm all but sure that this company is going to be able to get above 10 cents. So, yeah, yeah. Let's look at some more stuff here. Um, risk analysis. Earnings have declined. We know that. We saw that. High volatility share price. You bet. Okay. Share, shareholders have been diluted. Yeah, pretty much. Does have meaningful market cap. We saw that at the beginning of this episode. Yeah, definitely has a lot of money floating around. And that's, I, you know what, I'm going I'm to I'm stop there. Okay. Now going to stock twitch, we're going to look at how current EJH investors feel. And this will let us know if we want to feel like they feel. Here we go. It literally did the same thing it did yesterday. So this investor is just tired of watching because there's not a, a lot of momentum or rather they're seeing the same trends. They didn't specify, so I won't put words in their mouth. 
All right, don't embarrass yourself. The only way is up. The rest is all noise. This investor seems to be very bullish. They believe that this stock is going to do well. I think so as well. All right, sorry, you guys. Uh, fell for the last minute pumping up. So this investor seems to be saying that this company in, uh, in, involves themselves in pumping dumps. Somebody with a lot of money jumps in, raises the stock price, and then when everybody else buys in, they make a profit and dump it and they sell. And the stock plummets back to the ground. So can we point out the obvious? I wasn't going to say so on my own, but I'm going to say so now because I don't have any reason to be loyal to a company that I don't even, you know, I'm not even investing in this company, uh, not you know necessarily. So I would like to point out the obvious. I'm going to say this, okay? Um, that's what seems to be happening. The stock seems to involve themselves in some type of, wait a minute, backtrack. I won't say that the stock does it. I will say someone who's investing in the stock seems to be doing something interesting, which is causing these gigantic pumps out of nowhere, okay? And I'm not mad at that because as an investor, so what? Pump it up. I just want to be invested in the company when you do. And when you dump, I'm going to dump as well. All right, that's the game. This is the this is chess, not checkers. Look, I'm not trying to uh, invest in the company and feel the warm and fuzzies. No, 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 no. I'm here to make money. That is the name of the game. And if you ever lose sight of that, there's a problem. And by the way, I'm here to make money legally. All right. Let's not forget that part. And is you know, as far as I'm concerned, if another investor wants to pump this thing up and you know wants to sell off, that's their prerogative. However, I want to take advantage of the wave or the ride as well. Okay, so I'll leave it at that. But uh, for us investors, I'm not necessarily sure that this stock can sustain a dollar stock price. So I don't necessarily believe that this company will be able to uh, you know get above a dollar and stay there. There seems to be a lot going on here, and for that reason, uh. Ah, this stock is so hard to read. Um, all right, so I'm kind of somewhere between, let's go back just a moment. I'm somewhere here. And by the end of this video, I promise to go one way or the other. Let's read a few more things here, okay? This this uh, investor is bearish, doesn't really believe the stock has it. Uh, this stock, uh, this investor here is bullish. They think there's something here. Let's see what they say. We know the obvious about to happen. It's pump time, okay. All right, so, okay. I've, I've, I've read enough. Okay, I'm going to go B minus with a asterisk. And here's why. Because I'm not saying that this company is doing well and they have their numbers and trajectories in order. And this is why the stock price is going to rise. The stock price is going to rise because someone or someone's out there is manipulating the, the stock. Someone out there is manipulating the stock price. And while that might be frowned upon, so be it. But for me, given the fact that I'm not manipulating it, I don't necessarily care. So I'm going to put it in a B minus final with an asterisk because I know there's money to be made here. Uh, someone out there in the universe is going to pump this stock up at some point. And when they do, I will be invested in this company and I will go along for the ride. Now, if you're going to do the same, which I don't recommend, but if you're going to do the same, be ready for the be ready for the pump and don't get dumped. Okay, so when it does pump and you see this astronomical rise, don't fall for the okie doke. You know it's artificial, it's not real, and we need to get up off this freaking ride before it drops back down. Because let me tell you something. There's nothing about this company that makes me feel secure. However, there is money to be made here. Okay, and by the way, uh yeah, I'm definitely out of this thing 
come uh, July 1st, because I know they're going to do reverse split based on their trajectory and history. Yeah, yeah, I'm out of here. I, I'm not going to play a game. I'm not going to. But I'm going to get in. You want to know why? Because it's trading at 10 cents and they have until July to fix it. Are you kidding me? There's never been a more obvious moneymaker. This is such a, it's so many positive factors here. The fact that they have until July, that's a long time. That's a long time. You got a pumper out there just pumping the freak out the stock price for no reason, right? So that's money there. So I would say I could probably buy in, sell. I could probably just, just get comfy here and just make some money along the way. That's the kind of company this is. It's like, hey, so I'll get in at 10 cents. It'll spike up to 17 and I'll sell off. Then it'll probably drop down to 15. I'll bite back in. It'll probably jump up to 30 cents. I'll sell off. It'll probably drop back down to 12 cents. I'll buy back in. It'll probably go up to $1.50. And I'll sell off. All right. So enough playing. Let's just have some fun. Let's look at some numbers. All right. If you bought 5,000 shares and got in uh, at about, let's, let's go 12 cents. It'd be more realistic. And it pumped up to, let's say, 0.38 cents with 5,000 shares. You would stand to make about $1,300. Not a lot. But that's because you're not playing uh, by one of the biggest rules out there. You know, scare money, don't make money. Okay, but here it is, $2,600. I'm gonna stick with 5,000 on the account that I do think uh, it's best to exercise caution, okay? Now, if this thing did be incredible, and I'm really, really pushing it here, and got up to $1.50, what would happen? Look at this small investment. That's not a lot of money at all. And look how much money you make if that were to happen. Somebody would have pumped it up on one day. All right, what if you double your intake and you got in with 10,000 shares, $1,200. Again, the entry price is so reasonable. You just cannot lose almost. All right, $13,000, man. Look, this, this, this company is a gold mine with an ostrich, okay? I can't say it any clearer than that. I just can't. This is a gold mine, a literal gold mine with an ostrich. All right, and I'm gonna just have some fun. I have to do it. I have to do it. If you bought in with a thousand shares, I mean a hundred thousand shares. My apologies. Okay, this is what a big. We're not gonna go that. Okay, but you would have to come in with twelve thousand, and you would stand to make one hundred thirty-eight thousand. Oh, decisions. Oh, this is so difficult. All right, man, something's going on here, y'all, and I promise you. This might be one of the first companies I do a second episode on because I got to see how this turns out. All right, but anyway, let's be more reasonable. You get in at 12 cents, you trade off at 50 cents. And again, the entry price is so reasonable, $600. You sell off at $1,900. Um, that's not a bad day at the office. 316% uh, uh, gain on your dollar. Can't, you can't argue against that. But anyway, thank you for watching. I hope you enjoyed this. And if you, uh, if you did enjoy it, please pump me up. Pump me up, don't dump me. Pump me with a, a like, a subscription, a comment, or something like that. And I appreciate it. All right, I'll see you on the next one. Peace.